today on Laura Lynn and Friends. The people who come and attend the Reawaken America tour, I mean, we really know that our only hope is in God. Right. So when you get together with like-minded patriots and believers, it's amazing what happens, that synergy that happens, and you start to realize, hey, I need to step out in faith and do my part in my community because it's, you know, that local action that has a national impact. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the beginning of the last days. We are so excited to be with you. Uh, Usually, I open my dad's Bible before I actually have you here. You know that he passed away uh, about a year and a bit ago, and every day I love to just open his Bible and see what he thought was important. So, oh, here, I mean, I've opened up, you know, 1 Peter, and it's, I've got any number of verses that I could give you. But how about this one, 1 Peter 1, verse 13, Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Wow. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance. Yeah, lust is uh, ignorance. Uh, as we're seeing, you know, we've got our Toronto mayor over there that is having to step down because of his affair And, uh, you know, you get yourself in all kinds of trouble when you start believing all your press that you're just so great. And then somebody cozies up to you and a a Delilah comes in and all of a sudden you've lost your career. It should be a lesson to all of us. Um, I just want to do the quick share of Rebecca. I want you to make sure you put aside. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. We have a star ridden cast of many, not myself, I'm not even speaking of myself, but many tremendous women that are going to be showing up at this conference and that all the details are there. You can go to my website, laurelin.tv to get all those details. I do not want to waste any time today. We have a lot going on, but I want my good friend Clay Clark to come on the show. This is a man I admire. I, You know well that I have gone down to se- several of the reawakened conferences that go on in the United States of America and uh, they are rattling and shaking because mainstream media has not done their job, but where mainstream media fails to bring the truth, Clay Clark and the Reawakened Tours are bringing the truth to the American people. So welcome to Clay, and also your wonderful, um, you know, compatriot there, uh, Aaron. Uh, welcome to the show. Yeah. How are you guys doing? We are doing, doing great. great. I just want to clarify a couple of things. One, this Aaron Antis over here, he runs uh, Oklahoma's largest or one of Oklahoma's largest home building companies called shawhomes.com. And uh, Aaron assists quite a bit behind the scenes at the Reawaken America Tour organizing speakers. And uh, one way that we keep ourselves, Aaron, from uh, reading our own headlines and getting puffed up is all of the headlines written about us are negative. They're all negative. And then therefore, <laughs> instead of instead of uh, attracting these Jezebelian women, right? No. Pretty much. Burly, depressed. Nobody wants libertarians you. <laughs> reach out to us, that's and that's kind of our yeah. group. So the temptation isn't there. Uh, so we we do read our own headlines, and we every it's morning we, we I wake up going, man, I'm feeling good about myself. <laughs> read it, and then I go, like, oh, oh no, it's not going right. to. And then I say, why is that guy here? And they say he's here to tempt you. He's depressed. So that, <laughs> that's what goes on. The, ah, there it is. That is so funny. That is awesome. Well, listen, we think the world of you, and uh, we just thank you for putting out the truth all the time. Uh, you know, you yeah. often have the general there, right? General Flynn is at your conferences. Yeah. You you have the, the Trump brothers. They come and say a few yeah. words. You've got, you know, well, the doctors. 
Let's do this today. There's there's three things I wanted to communicate to your audience, and it'll be very helpful. Okay, in, in America, uh, most people know uh, uh, that President Donald J. Trump is the best hope that we have to save the republic. I think That's most true. people we agree on that. Most people agree with. Okay, that. Okay, yeah. so and so the vast majority of Americans have put their hope in in God. But I just want to be very clear about the org chart today. Um, Aaron and I, and I'll speak for myself, and I'll let Aaron one up me. We put our faith in God. Amen. That's and true. then we believe that that President Trump was chosen for such a time as this to uh, lead the people who fear God. Yeah. And then the people that are around Trump, that everybody out there should write down their names. These are the people you can actually trust that are around President Trump that I know of right now. Yeah. Eric Trump, he serves as sort of the... the um, the president, the head, the manager, the leader of the Trump businesses. Uh, you have Devin Nunes, who, who runs uh, Truth Social. You have uh, Dan Bongino, who continues to share the truth on the mainstream media. You have Don Jr. that continues to share the truth on the independent media. You have uh, Boris, President Trump's attorney. You have General Flynn that still serves, in my opinion, as sort of like the uh, uh, President Trump's most trusted ally from the military community. Um, you have these people that are close to President Trump. Cash you have Patel. Cash Patel mm -hmm. right there with Trump. You have Mike Lindell, who sort of serves as his connection to the business community. So that's that's really the, the, the people that are around Trump. There's a few more names there. But I think that one thing that has benefited President Trump is as he uh, wasn't reelected or wasn't allowed to be reelected, um, he's been able to see who's on his team and who isn't. And oh, I think sure. that yeah. that's been a powerful thing that the Reawaken America tour has done is, 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 is uh, exposed President Trump to people he can trust. I think that's true. Yeah. I mean, Aaron, don't you think it's a big thing that the connections yeah, behind the stage that are made are just powerful? I think not only the connections behind the stage that are made between so many of our speakers, there were all these like silos that were all kind of by themselves storing different bits of information and now they're starting to mix together whether it's the medical fraud or the mainstream media fraud or the monetary fraud and all these things that are going on and then we're just working on getting people back to god but the other thing that happens is the people who come and attend the reawaken america tour i mean we really know that our only hope is in god right and so when you get together with like-minded patriots and believers it's amazing what happens, that synergy that happens, and you start to realize, hey, I need to step out in faith and do my part in my community because it's, you know, that local action that has a national impact. Uh, also, quick note here, uh, Peter Navarro, very trusted ally of, of uh, President Trump and General Flynn as well. So again, that's what we're doing at the Reawaken America Tours. We're bringing together Trump's closest uh, relationships, his friends, his colleagues, and we're allowing them to come on stage and share what's going on. And we're sharing the truth about election fraud, medical fraud, religious fraud, monetary fraud, mainstream media fraud, and we're pointing people back to God. That's what the Reawaken America Tour is all about. And it's absolutely amazing. I mean, if you haven't seen one, you need to get there. Of course, Canadians are not allowed down there right now, but I have a large following in the United States of America, so that's fine. But, um, you know, uh, I, I like when is your next couple that you have slated? Well, we have May at Trump Doral. So Trump Doral is, a, is President Trump's resort in Miami, Florida. It's a golf course there. It's called Trump Doral. It's in Miami, Florida. That's in May. And then we are going to Las Vegas Trump International Hotel in August. And so we have August and we have May. And these events will have a, a very 
um, obvious reverse Davos theme to them. <laughs> um, at the World Economic Forum, only the self-proclaimed elites gather in the snow-capped <laughs> mountains to talk about reducing our carbon footprint. We are actually going out of our way to incentivize the increasing of one's carbon footprint. As an example, at either the event in Doral or in Las Vegas, if you leave your car on for the duration of the event, you're entered in for a chance to win a backstage pass. And, and then we'll take you backstage. You True story. Bring your helicopter or fly your private jet right in. Right in. Nearby. Also, we have two lines. One line for men, one line for women when you register. Also, if you can supply proof of non-vaccination, that, that certainly changes Even the conversation. Better. We might just upgrade you to a VIP. So there's a lot of great stuff going on there. So we just encourage everybody out there. I'm not kidding. If you go to timetofreeamerica.com, you can learn more about these events. And we always make the events where you can name your price. This is not a sustainable financial model. This is called saving our country versus Marxism. And so what you want to do, if you want to attend our events, you just go to timetofreeamerica.com. I don't know how much you want to pay for a ticket. Um, I can tell you, I'd love it if you'd pay $250, but you can name your price. And the only event where we've had to set a hard floor on the least amount we can charge is the Doral event because since President Trump declared he is running for office, running for presidency of the United States of America in 2024, um, we're now at a different heightened level of security. Also, the Trump Doral event is a, a smaller venue where we can only get about 3,200 patriots there, where some of our typical events are five to 7,000 people. So anyway, I encourage people, if you want to get that event for Trump Doral in Miami, uh, there's 70 plus speakers, but the least amount you can pay for a ticket is $175 per ticket for that particular event. But in Las Vegas, you can name your price. Yep. That is absolutely fantastic. Everybody needs to get there. So we are talking about this digital currency, Clay. Uh, we got oh. a big problem with it uh, going on up here. They're trying to force us to tell if we're vaccinated or not vaccinated in order to be on a digital ID that they're trying to put out. Um, and digital currency, we believe, will be related to that because they're going to know, they're going to track and trace you. So what what are you seeing happening? Well, what's happening right now is, is everybody out there listening to, to my voice, I want everyone to take a second and take notes because I want everyone to be able to have a, a conversation that extends beyond what I'm just saying to you. So I want everyone to write down MIT CBDCs. Now, Aaron Antis, if everybody writes down MIT CBDCs or we do a Google search for MIT CBDCs, we will discover that MIT is proudly celebrating the creation of the CBDCs. Yes, is that are. concerning for you? I think it's very concerning, especially when you look at where their funding comes from. It Epstein happens, and Gates. It happens to come from Epstein and Gates, and mm. who became really good friends after it was announced that Epstein was like the most prolific pedophile ever. Mm. Then they became buddies. So thing number one to look up, type in MIT CBDCs, and you'll just you'll see the research that helped this technology uh, with the funding of Epstein and Gates. Second, type in MIT Epstein and Gates, and you will see that it Epstein and Gates funded MIT, as Aaron said previously. Third, if you type in MIT quantum dot, what? quantum dot, you'll see that MIT's developed technology where they can see under your skin your financial and medical records. It's called a quantum dot. Four, do a Google search for quant CBDCs. Quant. Uh, quant is the name of the technology, uh, the name of the technology company. The company that was founded by Gilbert Verdian that, quote unquote, is uh, working with Wall Street to implement the central bank digital currencies. The technology is called the quant CBDCs because, Aaron, if they called it the quantum dot, 
CBDCs, that would have been obvious. That would have been too obvious. We would have just, seen it. We, we probably would have known. What we would have seen on. it. We would have and caught the it. the fact that they just released a new movie called Quantumania by Disney, that's probably just a coincidence. And the fact too. that Google just rolled out a computer that they're saying has quantum supremacy that now powers CERN, which has a 666 logo. And CERN is located on top of the former Temple of Apollo. That's Revelation 9-11. CERN is located on top of the former Temple of Apollo. That's Revelation 9-11. And the supercomputer that powers CERN is called the Quantum computer and this computer uh, the ibm summit computer for quantum supremacy and the earth is now covered with thirty thousand low orbit satellites to cover the earth in 5g aka the pentagram because five is penta g is gram and the technology inside the shots just happens to connect humans to 5g towers that's why when the lockdowns happened the fives went up during the lockdowns 5g towers went up they're trying to create a digital control get grid surveillance under the skin that's what they're trying to do and because this is a longer conversation on kind of a short format interview today i mean i appreciate you squeezing us in with our crazy schedule but if you go to time to freeamerica.com i've created a button there this is cbdc's you click on the cbdc's button and all the patents all the technology all the articles all the funding it's all right there the cbdc's if you want to read about the nefarious executive order that joe biden signed to make it possible for the cbdc's to be introduced that's called Exam 4067 oh yeah and if you want to learn about that's executive order 14067 it's a great read it's really fun. it's a blasty blast yeah, if you don't like freedom awesome. and you can read more about it at time to free america.com and then the third is there's a button there at time to free america.com called BRICS because brazil russia india china south africa they're all teaming up to introduce a new gold-backed central banked digital currency based in shanghai which is oh. why the canadian prime minister trudeau so many was hanging out with klaus schwab and rishi sunak at the G20 event, hmm. they're all interesting. Introducing the central bank digital currencies based in Shanghai, the bank, the BRICS bank, is called the New Development Bank, and Saudi Arabia just declared they're ending the petrodollar by joining up with Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. You mean I can't buy oil anymore with the U.S. dollar? Venezuela. Oh, so now I'm Turkey use gold. Iran. Everybody is teaming up with the BRICS nations. Probably to, a coincidence. Probably, probably just two incidents at the same time. Probably not related. Which would be a co-incident. Yeah, that's I mean, you're, you're, you're a sick freak conspiracy theorist, and that's why that's we only give you between 15 and 30 minutes of mic time at every event to declare who's parking illegally. We've actually, Aaron is a great guy, very positive. <laughs> and what we've done is I asked Aaron, I said, could you be the bearer of bad news? Because it switches. Bad news. If yeah. I'm the MC and I get up there and tell you that your car is parked illegally, uh, the dynamic booed. shifts where people go, we don't even like you, MC. <laughs> so I bring up Aaron, Aaron, bearer of bad news. He only announces like bad a, things at it's the events. It's kind of like being a dartboard. He it's is. That's what he similar. does. It's very great. Similar. He gets a lot of fan mail. Not really. Oh, I love it. And I, I love both of you. Thank you so much. And, you know, humor helps. Uh, Clay, where did you get, were you always funny or just when the apocalypse hit? Well, let me explain this to people. Um, I grew up, I stuttered a lot as a kid, a lot. I couldn't talk really well until probably 12, 13 years old. And so I spent most of my youth that i remember and specifically trying to be by myself because interacting with other people wasn't positive and that worldview has continued up until the age of 42. so for 30 more years i've had that mindset because um i uh find that in my life again when you stutter a lot you observe people you don't necessarily because people when you try talking they make fun of you yeah and then when i became successful in business or had the desire to grow a business when you employ people turns out most like their boss and then now as a consultant, it's interesting, but people pay me to help them grow their business. And sometimes I have to be the bearer of bad news. And I say sometimes every time. So I've discovered that 
Um, the truth is the truth. And sometimes the only way to deliver the truth is with a little bit of humor. Well, and I so a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. If you're going to share the truth, you better be funny. And so I've kind of had to learn that as an entertainer started about the age of 16, that if you're, if you're going to share the truth, you have to be funny. And well, Clay, if you go into relation 13, 16 through 18, or that's Matthew not funny. That's not a funny part of the Bible. You go read those parts of the Bible. And then you're like, is this a press clipping from this morning's news that's saying that like, if I don't get this shot with this programmable digital currency under the skin, then I'm not going to be able to buy or sell anymore. But Aaron, it's only concerning if you know about it or know about it or have a functioning mind. Well, you got to start if you, you don't, know, laughing though, it's no at things because you're like, well, we're literally reading about all this stuff in Revelation, and it is literally happening in the headlines right now. I mean, what you have going on in Canada right now, you can read that in the book of Revelation. It's right it's there. Wild. I know. We're leading the way in the apocalypse. We're really proud of that. So <laughs> it, it'll bring the return of the Lord much faster because of our prime minister. Oh, no, so. no. Hey, by the way, can we do a swap? where you give us Justin Bieber and we'll give you Biden. Can we do that as some sort of no. stuff? That's a good trade. Right. No, no can do. Think of someone else. We might want, we will, we you know what? You, you know. take our prime minister. No, 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 no. You keep him. No, we no, want to, no. we, we, we'll no. give you Biden. We want your Bieber. Uh, we'll take we the Bieber. We just don't want Biden. We just don't want him. I don't know what to do. Okay. It's not a good deal. It's not a good deal. I can't, I can't uh, consent to that. But hey, listen, I know you got another uh, interview because this is what you do. You just do nonstop interviews. You're so amazing. Crazy, yeah. I, I love you guys. I wish we had you for longer. So we'll let you go. Thank you very much. I want to see you in Miami. I do pray to be able to do that. Um, thank you for highlighting what's happening to us in Canada. Clay, uh, you've, you've done some really good things to highlight Canadians, especially Canadians that come down to be there. I love seeing you when I'm there. Thank you for all you're doing. And God bless you. Stay strong. And may the enemy's assaults against you turn back um, on its heels against themselves. May they fall into their own net and may you be safe. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Clay. I'm going to meet you at the border there, the the the, the, the Detroit-Windsor border, I think, that's, that's and to one. arrange our swap of Biden for Bieber. That's what I want to do. Thank you so much. <laughs> Take care. It's not a deal. It's not a deal. Okay. We're going to do it. <laughs> we agreed. Okay. I, I feel like we agreed. Thanks. No. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It's not a deal. It's not a deal. Thank you so much. Uh, do you see why uh, you got to get down to one of these Reawaken America events. First of all, I mean, Clay is hysterical. Um, you know, Aaron will be giving the bad news, but who else do you get? Oh my gosh, they they book like 70 people, 70 top name presenters that present over a period of, you know, two days. And uh, it's something you just don't want to miss. So that is fantastic. Ah, I miss Clay already. Oh, well. Oh, well. All right. Um, we have a whole lot of things that we have to get to for Canadian problems. Do we have problems here? Yes, actually, we do. Um, but we definitely would not want Biden. Um, absolutely not. So we've got a problem. I don't know. Okay, let me ask you guys. Would Biden be better than uh, Trudeau? Like, if we had to, because Biden's, you know... Not functional. Well, the problem is they are all owned and controlled as puppets by the higher ups, right? So if even if we got Biden here, he'd be saying stuff uh, that they're telling him to stay, you know, on the little cue cards that he has, right? So you know, things that are going on in the United States of America are kind of interested. Like uh, this Asbury University in Kentucky is having this so-called revival. They're saying, and it's pretty cool. Um, we've got some B-roll going on there. 
Absolutely phenomenal. So apparently what happened is they got together, you know, to have sort of a service like was going on. Can we listen to that? Can we make it louder? So they've had to open up separate rooms to accommodate all the people that are now flooding to Asbury, Kentucky. They've, ordered, they've opened a third chapel now and it, it's like it's going nonstop. And it's a very calm, beautiful thing that's happening. Jesus, they say the power of the Holy Spirit is so strong. And uh, he's showing up in a just a beautiful, gentle manner. And a lot of people now checking it out to go see. It's kind of like the storm chasers, you know. They go check out what's happening, where, where the revivals are in the world. And, you know... You can always have a little bit of skepticism in your heart about what's the truth, about the reality of it all. But I sure hope it's real. I really do. I was uh, telling a reporter this morning who wanted to do a broadcast that basically I turned down and <clears throat> I just uh, didn't think it was the right topic or whatever. But um, I was telling him about the most powerful moment that I experienced in... Uh, the Freedom Convoy 2022. It was when everybody came back from the seven, seventh march around Parliament in one day. Prior to that day, for six days, uh, these amazing freedom lovers had marched around the Parliament. You know, uh, drawing from the biblical story of the walls of Jericho coming down. And that was, I don't know how to describe it, all at once as... I mean, you couldn't talk because it was too loud. The beautiful truckers and uh, their horns, the shofar horns of the truckers just began. And everybody just worshipped. I mean, people. some people fell to their knees. Some people put their, their hands up. There was tears coming down people's faces. There was many people with shofar horns there, and they were, um, you know, playing their instruments. Um, something phenomenal happened that, I don't know, very few people were there, really, you know, when you think of the percentage, .00000, you know, 1% of people were there, and it, it was a phenomenal moment, and we felt God. The other times I can say that I've really felt God in this last two years is the freedom worship movements where the churches had shut down, and we took to the streets, downtown Vancouver, and we worshiped God. We set up the band. And, uh, you know, God just put it on my heart to not be silent. If we continue to be silent, the rocks and the stones are going to cry out. So that's what I did. We held church when church was not happening. And some churches were meeting on their parking lots for sure. Uh, some had just, so many had just shut down. They just, they failed. They failed the people of Canada by not, the word of God says, do not forsake the assembling together. And we were lied to about COVID. We were lied to about all this nonsense. I did nothing but spend my time uh, being with everyone. Is there something, JT? Oh. Oh. Mm -hmm. We did nothing but, uh, you know, support uh, people being... Um, invested in a powerful relationship with the Lord in order to get through everything that was happening. And so that, that was a fascinating thing. Uh, now, do we have Kamala Harris uh, speaking to this uh, Asbury 
thing. Yeah. So, you know, the vice president, always, um, always a pleasure to hear from her. She is weighing in, I guess, on what's happening. Let's, let's No exhaust, no diesel smell. The bus has Wi-Fi and even USB outlets next to every seat. I mean, come on, imagine. You can charge your phone on your way home from work. That's good stuff. <laughs> okay, that had nothing to do with Asbury, but... <laughs> Is that the point you were trying to make? Okay, that was... Oh, man, that was... To was Shane in on this? You know, that's totally reaching, totally reaching. Okay, I get your point. Ha ha, funny ha ha. Yes. See, the thing is, Kamala Harris, you know, and they pushed the ignition button. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> okay, she's hysterical. All right. Um, I hope that you're not playing any more jokes on me, JT. It is, oh, it's Valentine's Day, everyone, and I woke up to this most beautiful gift that I didn't see. So I didn't think he got me anything this year because I don't even know, like, how did you pick, when did you pick that up? Like, we haven't been out. We've been working, and, and uh, there's this gift sitting on the coffee table, which I didn't see. He was annoyed by that, and it said, you know, that he loves me and big hearts and all of that. And it was so precious. So he did actually get me something and he said he could take it back and he has the receipt because I don't know why you'd think I'd ever return any of your gifts um, because they mean the world to me. But so that means that I'm behind the eight ball. Oh, because um, my love and affection is what I've given him for Valentine's. And just to say that, he is one of the most amazing men that I have ever been married to. <laughs> and there's a story behind that. But anyways, um, I just want to say that Valentine's Day is a special day for all of us. You can be a Valentine to a friend today. And uh, you can send a little happy Valentine's on your text to someone, especially someone who might not have a particular Valentine. That would be nice to share that with them. Um, I am so appreciative that I battle not alone. I battle with my husband in this journey. And when you support us, you're supporting our team. You're supporting my husband who has to put up with a lot because of my big mouth. So we're never quite sure if we're in trouble at all. Um, there's something else. So at the Super Bowl, did you hear about the Super Bowl? Um, I saw some really inappropriate body moves by, is it Brianna? It was disgusting. I mean, there's no other way to put it, but she made my skin crawl, and she's a disgusting person to have done that. Disgusting. It was so gross. Um, literally pathetic. I just don't know what to say about a woman who acts like that. Um, but on the good side, guess what? There was some amazing... Uh, you know, they have the ads. It's always about the Super um, Super Bowl commercials. Well, this was one. Do we have it? Oh, it's, they're just commenting on it? Okay. I did send you one that had a clip of it. Okay, go ahead. The, the right. point is, is that people are so worried about what everyone else is doing that we're taking away everyone's voice. I love Jesus. 
I love football. I love the Super Bowl. Most of all, I love capitalism. And so if they are going to put money behind something like this in the Super Bowl, I think it's a great idea. Sad, very sad that our discussion comes back to we have to criticize each other's beliefs because at the end of the day, it's a Super Bowl commercial. Hopefully somebody takes away from it something that they can utilize in their life or at least a little entertainment to talk about Monday in the office. But it's very sad that the conversation has come down to criticizing other people's beliefs instead of allowing us to have an open voice. And again, sadly, that comes right back to the Bible and to Jesus and not being able to follow some of those basic moral concepts and, and principles that America was founded on. And, uh, you know, Ocasio Cortez basically, um, she totally criticized these beautiful. Um, ads. I'll try to get the ad. I, I thought um, that we had it somewhere, but um, they were beautiful. They were about Jesus has your back. He gets you, I think it was. He gets you. Jesus gets you. Whatever you're going through, Jesus gets you. To the entire world, Jesus gets you. And it, it, it was actually just super beautiful. And I'm thinking about the assault against Christianity right now really shocking and and uh, staggering to be so openly against that. I mean, I wonder if she criticized the Luciferian Grammys, right? The Luciferian, uh, you know, that whole display, women in cages, all dark red with a guy with, you know, the goat horns on his, on his head. Um, was there criticism of demonic, satanic manifestation? At the Grammys, was there a criticism of that? Oh, no. So if the Super Bowl purchases the time to put on these ads that highlight who Jesus is and how he gets you and he's with you, that's a problem. I mean, unbelievable. So um, did was that, the, was that the ones that kind of tied together sort of some of the spiritual stuff? Yeah. So I'd like to go into now... Um, Something absolutely we have to pay, pay a lot of attention to, and that is the Canadian uh, vaccine inquiry that is happening now. Now, should we let go of YouTube at this point? Um, I mean, this is all out there. Um, they're really just questioning the purchases of the vaccines. Um, I don't know what you think. We might have to say goodbye to you, YouTube. Please go over to our Rumble channel. Um, please go over to our Odyssey channel. Yeah, uh, it's going to go into the chat line right now. It's another place that we go live. We're putting Rumble up later today, so you will be able to find us on Rumble if you've already done that and you've signed up and you're, you know, subscribed to the Rumble channel. But JT has just put it into the chats. We're going to ask you to head over to Odyssey right now um, because this, what we have is just, it's an atrocity against um, the people, really, the people of Canada and our taxpayer dollars, quite frankly. So say goodbye to YouTube. See you soon. All right, so let's roll that video then, JT, as soon as you have it. This is the Canadian vaccine inquiry happening now. Let's understand something, that our prime minister and his um, liberal government, corrupt liberal government, invested themselves into vaccines, right? This is a whole, this is a corruption. This is so big that he should be impeached. Do we impeach people up here? Do we call it that? Okay, well, I'm calling for the impeachment. 
we can't do it. Uh, what can we do? Can he just be forced to step down? Vote him out, his party can remove him. And of course they won't, they're just, they're terrified of him. Um, he signs all of their, yeah, nomination papers and yeah, they're not gonna be able to have a job if they go against their prime minister, you know that. Because he's a dictator and a, and a tyrannical leader. So what he did was he invested in vaccines. Do you remember, um, uh, we reported on this 400 million, he, or he got 400, um, was it 400 million doses, which added up to 10 doses per person in Canada. And take a look at what's happened to all those doses. I mean, the uptake is terrible. Nobody wants them. They're not uh, being they're not being used. And now, well, what's the problem? Well, we got a whole lot of vaccines we have to get rid of. And for some reason, we keep buying more. Okay, so I love that this to me, this guy, he is like the Rand Paul of Canada. Take a look. Taking steps to manage our COVID-19 vaccine surplus. This Not includes this making surplus doses available for donation to other countries to help address global vaccine inequity. However, this has become increasingly difficult due to global oversupply and diminishing demand. The Public Health Agency of Canada will continue to share data in aggregate form from this system with the World Health Organization on a regular schedule and on an as-needed basis with guys, vaccine manufacturers. The and the agency oh, is actively to working so to fully answer. implement Vaccine Connect, an IT system to manage a nationwide vaccination program. As of November 2022, the system has a newer module for tracking orders and inventory at central level to support supply chain management. Is the government still claiming national security for uh, the reason not to release uh, vaccine pricing to Canadians? Vaccine pricing is one of the commercially sensitive data elements in our contracts and under our contractual obligations with the suppliers, we do not release that information. But it's been released in other countries. Um, you know, having been a physician in charge of a regional COVID unit, this has a uh, very personal meaning for me with respect to now having a look at lessons learned. Um, you know, I, I guess I'll, I'll take a bit of umbrage with the AG report in terms of saying a uh, billion dollars worth of wasted vaccines is, is acceptable or, or expected or, or reasonable or successful, perhaps. That's the the, the word that was used uh, on behalf of Canadians, I, I think that's a bit appalling. Um, you know, that is, of course, directly related to Vaccine Connect. Uh, total cost of $59.1 million, of which $37.4 million was paid. We know that this was a failing system. People were using spreadsheets uh, in, in uh, this day and age is absolutely shocking. Uh, simple question, did we pay the remaining 27 points? $21.7 million, and, um, and why did we? This is like the Rand Paul of Canada. Could, well, and anyway. maybe indicate who you're directing the question to, sure. Dr. Lucas. How about uh, Dr. Lucas? Uh, um, I'll pass to Dr. Kochar uh, on, on that question. So um, most of the money would... Sorry. Um, so the contract was uh, uh, with, uh, with a contracting firm, which was providing that services to us. And uh, the rest of the money was actually spent in terms of making sure that we have the um, infrastructure available to make sure that that uh, works. And uh, uh, Luke Daniel is uh, online in case you need a little bit more on that. 
that's fine. Thank you. So much like Arrive Scam, we continue to pay for an app that didn't work. Uh, not uh, not surprising. Uh, that being said, uh, a question perhaps uh, again. It's it's hard with so many up there to know who to direct this to. Um, so we've lost uh, a, probably a billion dollars worth of vaccines. Uh, how many contracts are there now outstanding, and how much more vaccine are we going to actually lose? We, uh, uh, Mr. Chair, we have uh, many contracts which are in um, currently which we have uh, based on the uh, advanced purchase agreements. They are with uh, uh, different uh, uh, vaccine manufacturers. The details are with our colleagues in PSPC. But just uh, reminding that th these are evolving scenarios with bivalent vaccines coming on uh, board too. So we continue to uh, move to uh, obtain those uh, specific vaccines which are current and uh, which we can use on Canadian population. Well, that's, uh, that's fine. Thank you for that uh, response. The question though is how many more vaccines are we on the hook for? What are we going to do with them? Are we going to lose them uh, because we can't track expiry dates uh, and cost us another multi-billions of dollars? Perhaps uh, Ms. Reza could answer that. Thank you for the question. As uh, Harpreet alluded to, we have seven APAs. Uh, I think six of them have received regulatory approval. We had uh, an opportunity to purchase up to 412 million doses. Some of those are firm. Some of those are options that are triggered at uh, the request of Canada. We continue to work with all of the suppliers to adjust the supply based on demand. So, so I guess my question then is how many of those are firm contracts? How much money are we on the hook for? Uh, each of the APAs are, have a firm portion to them, usually reflective of the type of... I, I got that part. How much is it? I think it... Uh, we'll have to come back to you with details. They range in about... Uh, do we have the number of firm contracts on hand or firm doses? Since it's a very, just if I could add a footnote on this, it is a constantly evolving field. So, for example, uh, there's usually a minimum of 20 million firm doses per APA. There are additional doses as it relates to uh, boosters and various elements, and when there's a decision based on public health need to trigger options of certain types of platform. Doctor, just let me interrupt. You can request the documents be sent to the committee. I think the offer was, was made, but I just if you would like to make that request, we will follow up on that. So if you could do that, please. Thank you, Chair. I'd like to make that request, please. Uh, you know, and you, I guess you look at it, there's seven APAs, 20 million doses per, $30 a dose on average. Wow, that's a lot of money that, that, uh, that we're going to be out given the uptake uh, in this thing. Uh, I'll come back to this probably in my next round of questioning, but uh, uh, Ken Sino, obviously a significant failure on behalf of uh, this Liberal government. Um, how much was paid to Ken Sino in the contracts? Uh, PSPC cannot speak to Ken Sino. It was not part of the seven APAs that we negotiated. It would have to be redirected, I believe, to ISAD. Uh, so, Mr. Chair, what you're telling me here is that we, we're doing a review on vaccines. We have a Liberal government that failed to uh, procure vaccines early for Canadians because they put all their proverbial eggs in one basket with respect to CanSino, uh, which delayed um, getting vaccines to Canadians by at least three months uh, and probably cost the economy $80 billion 
And nobody knows the answer here at this very esteemed panel as to how much we played Ken Sino. Perhaps, Dr. Lucas, uh, you can answer that. Uh, Mr. Chair, what I would indicate is that the uh, advanced purchase agreements with the seven manufacturers were concluded between the summer and fall of 2020. The first vaccine authorized, the Pfizer vaccine, in early December 2020 was within days of the initial authorization uh, in the United Kingdom, and vaccine doses were delivered in December 2020. Sorry, uh, sorry just to interrupt. I asked about CanSign. In, in regard to um, uh, early access uh, to vaccines by Canadians, um, there was not an advanced purchase agreement with CanSino. Uh, and further questions, as uh, uh, Ms. Reza from uh, PSPC indicated, uh, could be directed to officials from Innovation and Science and Economic Development pertaining to that. Thank you. Uh, so many things to say, so little time. I, I guess uh, it's important to point out uh, some comments with respect to the Auditor General uh, that this was a successful program. Not only did we lose a billion dollars, but realistically what we were asking people to do here was keep track of things and distribute a product at a cold temperature. That happens all the time in this world. And, and I guess I find it very, very difficult to, for anyone to say that this is a successful program. Uh, we also had a deal with CanSino. We put all of our eggs in one basket, which everybody here refuses to talk about. But that delayed, that, that resulted in a three-month delay of getting vaccines into the arms of Canadians. Uh, and it also led uh, to, and I'm not sure why, Dr. Kochar, you said this, talking about the diligent nature uh, that we use, the COVAX program is taking two million doses from a program which was supposed to be able to distribute, uh, first off, and first and foremost, uh, vaccines in an equitable fashion to the entire world, but then focusing on, on the developing nations. We're the only G7 country that took vaccines from the COVAX program. Shame, 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 shame. And, and I have to say, shame on you, Auditor General, for saying that keeping track of things and maintaining temperature uh, is a, is not, it's not a new science. We didn't do this well, and if we did it the same way again and we lost another billion dollars, and now we're on the hook of four, 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 at least $4.2 billion worth of contracts uh, that we don't even know what we're going to do with this vaccine. So is this a good use of Canadians' money, a loss of five okay. billion dollars? Uh, that may Isn't that amazing? I just loved that entire discussion, and you can find that on our flipboard. So that is in the description underneath where you're watching. And I think everyone, you should watch the whole thing. It's only like it's probably another five minutes past this, not even, yeah, about five, five, six minutes past this. It's all gold. <clears throat> it's all gold. So basically they're saying, so the, on the uptake, uh, everybody is not going for their boosters now. I think a lot of information has gotten out. And I'll tell you what else has gotten out is that, uh, we're all knowing friends, family, acquaintances, uh, co-workers harmed by the vaccines. It is coming out in droves. And I do have a share there, JT, if you can see uh, my share. Um, so, well, South Korea invests $261 million into a new mRNA factory located in a smart city. Smart cities coming to a place near you. So I'm on Dr. William Mackis Substack. I encourage you to get on Dr. William Mackis Substack where he reports every single day on what is going on. This is his Substack from yesterday. 
So five Canadian teenagers ages 17 to 19 died suddenly in their sleep in the past month. In the past month. This is a public health emergency, he's saying. Are you hearing about this? Do you think uh, CBC is going to say a word? CTV, global, anything? And mainstream media, shame on you. Uh, Where are you reporting on what is happening? Look at these beautiful faces. They're gone. Their lives are over. They will not be back. Most of these related, actually, to, uh, you know, young people in uh, sports. So on February 6, 2023, a 17-year-old William Caron Cabrera from Quebec died in his sleep following a cardiac arrest. You can read about it there. February 4th, 2023, 17-year-old Tyree Rogers from Alberta, Chestermere, died in his sleep. Devastating. Imagine if you're the parents. January 11th, 2023, 17-year-old Noah Buzain uh, died in his sleep. On January 6, 2023, 19-year-old Jaden Lopez from Edmonton died in his sleep. On December 30th, 2022, 18-year-old Theo James Gibbs died in his sleep. I mean, at this point, uh, this is devastating. Do you know how many parents, and you might be watching right now, and your son was in sports and they were forced to take a vaccine. And now... This, this is not comforting to you at all because young people forced to take these, these shots now dying in their sleep. Not okay. Not okay. So uh, the next thing I'd like to show from Dr. Mackis, um, how do I get back? I know there was a way to get back. Might have to do this. Did this do it? Yes. So um, excess deaths in Alberta passed 10,000 evidence of government cover-up. You need to read about this. The excess deaths going on across the world are, are shocking and staggering. Are you hearing that reported on as this real problem, an emerging problem? Hey, they don't even have to mention that it's to do with the vaccine, but are you mentioning that there's huge amounts of S- excess deaths going on Provincially, in Canada, in the United States, in Europe. I think yesterday we reported on the one in um, uh, Germany reporting on this. How about Eric Clapton? Eric Clapton, uh, many of you love um, his, um, his music. Well, he received two doses of the AstraZeneca injection, and he's sharing his story right out loud. This is what's going on. Um, Eric Clapton, he says, I can't sleep because of the pain. The vaccine took my immune system and just shook it around, right? Are we having some Canadian news people reporting on this uh, happening to someone that we have loved to listen to? Um, um, Dr. Mackis was on Stu Peters discussing these 10,000 deaths. Uh, U.S. Congresswoman Nancy, what is her name? Nancy uh, Mace discloses her COVID vaccine injuries and blasts Twitter executives. Oh, this is absolutely phenomenal. I don't think I I can't get um, sound from my computer, right? I urge you to please go to macusmd.substack.com. Macusmd. Do you think you might be able to get it? Or you're not on that one? 
Okay. All right. You can see it all. This beautiful lady disclosing what went on with her. And now, uh, do we have Dr. Drew ready to go today? Dr. Drew, many of you know him in the United States of America, and uh, he has had to apologize. And he was on with uh, our favorite, with uh, Ms. Wolf. Take a look. And um, I, I want to start with um, a very sincere apology. I want to, as, as, as effusively as I can, fall on my sword. And I want to explain why and what and, and frame it. So sit back and enjoy this if you like this kind of thing. So <laughs> we now know that uh, we have a Pfizer, a very significant Pfizer executive on the record saying that they knew about these menstrual irregularities being a very serious concern. I have now seen uh, pathological specimens that show excess spike protein in the ovaries, in the adrenal gland. Uh, we, the, these, uh, the executive in the Project Veritas case pointed out that he thought maybe it had something to do with the hypothalamic pituitary axis, which is a very common sort of, it's a very delicate cycling system, a neuroendocrine system that women have that can get easily set off. But we now know some of the possible mechanisms, not just the ovaries, uh, but also there could be, we've seen excess spike protein now in the myelin and actually in the neuronal cell walls. So it could actually be direct neuronal effects. And we also know that spike protein is affecting plasminogen activator inhibitor by inhibiting that inhibitor and causing problems with bleeding and clotting. And we, of course, also know now that this spike protein is very much a part of what we call an endotheliitis or a lining of the artery problem that could easily be manifest in the uterine wall and the uterine lining. So there's at least five mechanisms I could think of that could be causing this that are of serious concern. And I am getting emotional when I, when I want to say this. When Naomi brought this up, I was the kindest thing I can say is I was dismissive. I was quietly dismissive of what she was bringing up because I had seen menstrual irregularities caused by everything in my career. And I thought, oh, it's just another thing. It's just another thing. I was wrong. I apologize. I got it. I, I don't know that we're going to find out exactly what's going on, but I, I, was, I was as wrong as I could be. And the one thing that this pandemic has taught me, well, one of the many things, I've learned a lot of things that I didn't want to know, but the one thing that I did want to know is hubris and certainty is the enemy. It, it, you can't be certain about a lot and don't don't discount anything until we know for sure what the data is we're at the stage now where there's sort of general agreement that something significant is going on there's multiple do you think do you think something significant's going on and i don't know i'm not real fond of dr drew because he's so late on this you know one of the producers here kind of just said, um, you know, a little bit late, right? This information was out there. In fact, when uh, Naomi was um, dealing with this, my hair is like really all over the place. I wish you guys would tell me once in a while. Um, but when Naomi was dealing with all of this, the she was referring to data. She was referring to documents that showed Pfizer's knowledge of the harms to women's reproductive um, organs and also the very strange, you know, menstrual issues that were being reported worldwide, frankly. And <clears throat> so now he comes on here with an apology saying that he feels emotional and I didn't see any emotion at all. But anyways, he had a feeling, 
he got a feeling there, so he wanted to apologize. Well, it it is, um, we're in a crisis right now with what's happening, and Dr. Yeadon has actually put out um, a word to everyone stating what we individually need to do, and I think we should heed this. What can we do about it? I would say the first thing, once you've persuaded yourself, you know, if you are persuaded, fine. If not, well, you know, do what you want. But if you've persuaded yourself that something awful is happening, then you must persuade others. I can, can only reach the people who are on this call. Let's say you've got 10 people in your network. They're not on this call. I will never reach them. They'll never hear of me. The mainstream media will never tell them the truth. Who is you? The people on this call, only you can reach that last mile. So I'm asking you, you may think, oh, I've already tried. Try again. You know, try again and change what you're doing to try. And also with good humor, you know, rhetoric is quite good. Why do you think this or what do you think is happening? I've, I've tried the lecture and it doesn't work. You know, you, you bludgeon people and they glaze over and then they either shout at you or they walk away. So whatever, keep trying. I'm imploring you. I think that is the most important single thing you can do. Hmm. And I think that is the most important thing we can do. Um, because if you can just sort of send some pieces of information that are happening. Now, one thing you could send, you could go to our Flipboard and you could get this next video with my good friend, Anne Vandersteel. And she's coming on the show, I believe, in the next couple weeks. Um, and Vandersteel reporting on how they are literally now testing all of the, you know, the, the military for AIDS. So take a look. Did you know, Todd, the military is starting to test the members of the military for yes, AIDS? Yes, I do know that. Uh, are you, are you and sickle cell, too, by the way, and sickle cell as well, because the, the vaccines have also the, the right. propensity to change the shape of red blood cells. And so right. now they're showing up with sickle cell cell with HIV with cancers that, that never existed before um, you know it was only in 2021 that we found there was an 1100 percent increase in in all-cause morbidity and mortality we don't know what those numbers are anymore because the DoD changed them and Some fudged them and I was talking to one of our whistleblowers yesterday funny enough and I said well how can we track how many pilots are no longer flying because they can't and uh, and this person effectively said we can't because now DMED is uh, is worthless. It's not useful because the the numbers are all made up. We don't even know how to track this now. Now that they're doing these blood tests and they're looking to see if members of the military who have been vaccinated have AIDS, vaccine induced uh, yes. vaccine acquired immune deficiency, basically, That's are right. they also looking to see if in fact some of the members of the military even took the vaccine? Because let's face it. There's people out there that'll for a hundred bucks, thousand bucks, whatever, you can walk into a CVS and sure. they'll they'll take your vaccine, squirt it into the trash can, and fill out the form and say, "Well, sure. they came in for their vaccine. Didn't tell. I didn't have to tell you. I yes. put it in their arm. You know. Are they going to be able yes. to determine well, and that?" They can now? tell. Yeah, yeah, they can. So um, we did mass spectrometry on both Pfizer and Moderna, and we found that each of them contains something called luciferase. Right. And in one of them, it's an SM102, and the other one is ALC3015 as key ingredients. Luciferase is a bioluminescent um, ingredient, for lack of a better word, that will, in fact, allow um, third-party onlookers to know whether or not you got the shot. And I've talked to people who showed up at the border with their fake vaccine cards and were turned away because the, the border inspectors knew they hadn't had the shots. They, they knew remotely. So the answer to your question is yes, they'll know whether people got the shots or not. And those who stood up and said, I'm not getting the shots, are already getting processed out. 
See, that is so interesting. So was this Lucifer's, um when border guards know if you've got your shot or not, uh, well, which borders is that, I'm wondering? Because um, a lot of people have been going to the United States, uh, and, you know, they, they get led across by a sympathetic border guard, and they don't seem to know if they've had the shot or not. So that's very interesting, but I have heard of that. And you'll remember those videos that came out a while back where people could literally Bluetooth, they'd be able to Bluetooth um, a, a number that's coming from them. Um, they could, um, it was on their phones that that would happen. And I had a friend of mine go to a mall and, and test it out. And I told him all the steps because on the internet, it had the steps that you take to get into the, the app or, or the, the website where you could pick up on people's numbers. And he said, yeah, it's all over the place. Then uh, there was several videos. We also showed those of people that would go to the newer graves. So you could go to a grave site, uh, graveyard, and you could test you know, the older graves and there was no numbers popping up. But as soon as you got near uh, a grave that was of a recent death, you'd have a number popping up. I mean, it's eerie. It's completely like doo-doo-doo-doo stuff, right? Very, very odd. So with respect to the Army they're talking about now, um, here is Army veteran Pam Long. Uh, she lists alarming numbers from the DMED database regarding myocarditis being up 2,800%. Take a listen. If I could just highlight some of the alarming data from the DMED um, from 2021 after the rollout of the vaccine. Reports of myocarditis increased 2,800%. Cancers by various types uh, increased 300 to 900%. Infertility, both genders, uh, increased 500%. Miscarriages increased 300%. Neurological disorders increased 1,000%. Demyelinating disorders increased 500%. MS increased 600%. Guillain-Barre syndrome, 500% increase. HIV, 500% increase. And pulmonary embolisms, 400% increase. And that is just a short list of the most alarming findings in the DMED database that he, uh, he just discussed. And, and of course, um, this is what we're finding all over the place, the incidence of myocarditis and strokes. And uh, um, what is that uh, young man? Darn, is it Darnell Hamill? Or? Oh, we have a clip? Okay, let's have a, a news. I guess he's alive, everyone. I had people writing me saying he's dead. Uh, but I said, well, so who's, here's the thing. Can I just go on about this for a second, JT? Let me, let me say something. Um, there's uh, how are you going to stop me? Right. That's what he's saying. So um, here's the thing is I get a lot of emails sometimes from people who are onto these conspiracy theories. And I like being a conspiracy theorist, especially when there's some good evidence to back stuff up. But when you all write and you say, uh, you know, so-and-so's dead. Oh, he's, you know, he's got a clone and so-and-so's coming back to life. And, you know, all of these say, oh, the military's, you know, reinstating Trump, uh, you know, imminently. Really? So now we think the military is actually in charge because of what, why haven't they done anything? You know, like there are people who literally make their uh, living and use all their time putting out false conspiracy theories. So the latest one that I had to deal with was that, uh, what is his name, his full name? Hamill. Damar. Damar. Yeah, Hamlin. I didn't want to get it wrong. I was conflating his first and last name. 
that Damar was dead and that everyone was lying about him still being alive. <clears throat> there was videos out about it. I think Stu Peters was talking about it. And I couldn't even begin bringing that forward as, you know, potentially, uh, you know, that's it. Because if somebody's dead and it's not being reported, can you imagine how angry an entire family would be? Can you imagine how angry... Um, well, well, it would make doctors look terrible who were there saying, okay, he, you know, he survived. He's doing great. He's doing great, everybody. The doctors are on videos doing that. So what, they're in the conspiracy too? Have they, they've all been paid off, I guess? Wow, someone must have a lot of money to cause two prominent doctors to lie about it. And then the family has to lie about it when he's, you know, you're saying he's dead, but he's alive right? But if he's dead, and, and we all think he's dead, how many people in his life do you have to pay off? Like, what would be the purpose of them all being quiet about it? So I did write this to a fellow, and I absolutely love that dude, because we had an exchange back and forth, and I appreciate him, because he likes watching the show, but he kind of thought, you know, well, um, you know, maybe, that you know, he's, this is a big psyop, and he's dead. Well, then he comes out, you know, so roll it. How did Dr. describe what happened to you? Um, um, that's something I want to stay away from. I know from my experience at the NFL, they do more tests than anything. And in the course of you having your physical, did anybody ever come back with any, say you had a heart issue or anything that was abnormal? Uh, honestly, no. Um, I've always been a, a, a healthy, young, fit, energetic, uh, you know, human being, let alone mm -hmm. athlete. Um, so it, it was something that was just that we we still processing, and I'm still talking through with my doctors just to see what everything was. Hey, I've got an idea. I've got an idea that you probably can't sue Pfizer because. They're allowed to do anything they want. They can put out any godforsaken vaccine they want and not be sued. No culpability, no accountability, but your NFL, those who forced all you guys to get the vaccine, sue the out of them. Sue them. Start holding these people accountable for what they have done. Everyone who forced young people in Canada, in the United States, to get a vaccine just so you could stay on the soccer team, sue them. Sue Tim Hortons for making your kid have to get uh, unnecessary and harmful vaccine just to go to summer camp. Sue them. That's what needs to happen. If accountability, it's gonna, it's gonna slide up. You know what I mean? Well, what do they say? It, you know, the, the nasty business uh, slides down the hill. Well, you get the top, the top people you can sue, then they're gonna have to make decisions to go after the, the big guns like Pfizer. I mean, we did hear that maybe there was a country that was going to remove the 
um, you know, the, the, I don't know, contracts or whatever with Pfizer that they would not be suing them. That should be happening anyways. Who was it? Thailand. Um, well, it remains to be seen if that's going to happen. But what country keeps a contract with someone who's lied, who didn't reveal, reveal the Pfizer findings of those who were being harmed, like Dr. Drew was talking about today? To, they, they didn't put out that people had died. Naomi Wolf has reported on the people that died during the trials. Where was that information? And they got complete, you know, exoneration from any possible liability for what they've done to us, to the United States, to the world. Sue the middleman. That should be hashtag sue the middleman. That should be a thing. All right. Um, Australia now has a new, moving on, right, from that whole topic. I don't think we have anything else on that. Um, Australia now has a new ambassador for gender equality. Hello, I'm Stephanie Copas-Campbell, Australia's new ambassador for gender equality. I'm incredibly honoured to take on this role as the lead international advocate for Australia's commitment to gender equality and the human rights of women and girls and persons of diverse gender identities. In this role, I'm committed to listening to those who are dedicated to promoting gender equality and learning about the perspectives and priorities in communities, in countries, in our region and globally. Promoting gender equality is the right thing to do, but it's also the smart thing to do. It is central to Australia's diplomatic, economic development and regional security, as well as our international engagement. I look forward to working with partners in Australia, in the Pacific, in Southeast Asia and globally to progress the Australian government's priorities to increase women's economic empowerment, women and girls' leadership, and to end sexual and gender-based violence, to improve access to health and education services, and progress the women, peace and security agenda. So is it just me or like, is that person really scary looking? The eyes, why do all those people seem to look so bizarre a world, right? Very, oh, I don't like saying this, but it's unattractive in a, um, in a really freakyzoid way. Why are they all so bizarre? Um, it just seems demonic. I don't know what else to say, but this person, I don't want her anywhere near my children. I don't want her anywhere near children in particular. She seems odd. We've got to protect our kids from the nut jobs that are in our, in our world. I mean, these people, oh my goodness. It's not, you know, um, you know what I love? There's a whole lot of unattractive people and they are amazing. Do you know why? Because there's this beauty that shines out a person's eyes. Uh, they're not necessarily, you know, uh, they don't care about makeup, and they're just a good, a good person. And I love those kind of people. I trust those kind of people way more than those people looking like me with their false eyelashes and fake hair and all that. You know, I um, honestly. I don't want to just, you know, type myself, but uh, there's a few people, of course, that I love with the fake eyelashes and the fake hair, fake nails, um, also that they can be real for the Lord and tell the truth. Um, 
I, I do, you know, I, I appreciate that they have their place, but then there's these people that are not concerned with that. And But when you meet a genuinely honest and good person, don't you find that you just love them? You know, that's it's that aunt that's been in your life, you know, your sister, your mom, like people that are just uh, not concerned with outward beauty, but rather concerned with the inward beauty that Proverbs 31 talks about. That inward, um, the, the beautiful gold of having integrity and character, that what you say is truthful, that you are honest and you are kind, and that comes out. And you can, you can see someone who's all decked out, you know, and if they don't have a good heart, it doesn't come through the eyes. The eyes are the windows of the soul, it's been said. And you can see in someone's eyes what's actually there. And there's people where you can just see that they are not a good person through their eyes. You can see it. It's an amazing phenomenon. Um, and then there's a category even worse where you literally feel like something demonic is going on. And that's in some of the people heading up like that. Demona, demonic presentation by uh, Brianna at the the Super Bowl. Brianna? Re, Rihanna? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I don't get these people's names right because they mean so little to me. But Rihanna at the Super Bowl, um, just disgusting, a demonized presentation, a woman uh, pregnant and grabbing herself. I just, how to... <laughs> categorize that I really don't know I just I think it's evil pure evil so what would you like to play next we've got a lot still going on in Palestine Ohio um, East Palestine Ohio and uh, people are saying it Palestine or Palestine and I don't know which is right but I will say that this is interesting this is a video from a young woman who's saying that uh She's really reporting on the truth of, of what it's like on the ground. Road from East Palestine. Um, my old childhood best friend lives in the f***ing town. Um, my current best friend literally lives right next to the town. It is so much worse than what the media is telling any of us. I'm getting reports from people that are down there right now that they're literally seeing schools of fish floating down streams, rivers, f***ing dead. I got a video from my friend, okay, and she's like walking, dude, it's all f***ing dead. All f***ing dead. And on the top of the water is a really pretty chemical rainbow sheen. The chemicals are in the f***ing water and they're lying to the rest of the country saying they're not. The water's been contaminated. The soil's been contaminated. The f***ing air is contaminated. You literally are about to see some of the worst f***ing health side effects coming out of people in that town. It's not even funny. And y'all want to know something even more f***ed up? The restaurant that I work at in a whole different state had to donate food to them because we had people from the churches calling to tell us that Red Cross never came, FEMA never came, the environmental con 
con conservationists still have yet to come and nobody's helping them meaning all of the firefighters that we're working get no food have nothing to help them nothing okay all the people that were displaced have no food water a place to stay none of that it is so much worse than what they're telling you well i think she has great conviction for what she is saying and i believe her i believe the people that are reporting the truth um, and, and we are seeing some pictures and TikTok videos and stuff coming out. Um, I, oh, 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 JT, this reminds me. Okay, I'm going to find, just give me one second here. Uh, on my Twitter page, I think I put some stuff up about, okay. Uh, so I have a share. Let's see if I can get to it. Okay, so um, vinyl chloride, if you can see this, see if I can pull it up little bit better there. But um, so vinyl chloride, a deadly chemical, has contaminated the Ohio River due to train derailment. The Ohio River, which serves over 10% of the U.S. population, has reportedly become contaminated due to chemicals from the East Palestine train. Is that not disturbing that 10% of... Uh, you know, the water has been contaminated. So in one day, water and air quality have been destroyed for millions of people in the United States. Why does this disaster not have wall-to-wall -wall coverage on the MSM? Aren't they all about the climate stuff? You know, this is, what's that? Yeah, the environment. Um, you know, so within a 200-mile radius, uh, the report for East Palestine Village in Ohio, basically, what are they saying here? Oh, all of these doctors. Okay, I can't. The vinyl chloride blast happened near the Ohio River, which runs southwest and supplies water to this entire area. Worse yet, uh, flows southwest into the Mississippi. If this happens and more chemicals find their way into the river, the situation will be much, much worse. So very uh, shocking things that are going on down there. Okay, so um, as we close up today, I just want to share as well, the EU has approved a fourth species of insects to include in food that we find in our grocery stores. Can I just say, <clears throat> before you run that image, um, just about this train. So there was two more train derailments yesterday, two more, and... You know, yesterday I was on here saying, what's with all of that? And then the food place is blowing up and, oh, the chicken and the bird flu. Which, by the way, I just received something from somebody, and I'll, I'll try to report on it tomorrow. But basically they are saying that, um, <clears throat> they are saying that you can fake a bird virus flu and you can tell the whole world that there's a flu and the people that are you know, they're, they study this kind of thing, have actually produced the same results that they have produced in showing that there's some new virus flu. Oh, we got to kill all the chickens or, you know, the virus, uh, th there's a bird flu coming. All of it can be faked, a huge psyop. So we don't need to worry about this nonsense that they're putting out. Just like Dr. Byron Bridal said yesterday, um, these 
just take it with a grain of salt, all this stuff that's happening. Anyways, I'm watching Tucker Carlson last night. Guess what? He's making the same point as me. I'm just wondering if he watches the show. Do you think? No. Okay. Uh, well, anyways, I feel good that I'm on the same page because I do my show before Tucker, and we're thinking the same, like the, the blow-up of the, the food factories, the fires everywhere, all of it, nuts. And now they want us to eat bugs. So take a look at this image. <clears throat> so the EU has appro uh, approved a fourth species of insects to include in food that we find in grocery stores. I do not want this. I am telling you, you're going to have to start reading everything that is on uh, the, the ingredients of what you're buying, from your taco shells to your crackers, uh, in, in the, the sauces. You know, you buy the store-bought sauces, and many of you don't, and, and I admire that. Um, I like to get my sauces from the store already made, and then I just warm them. <laughs> so I am more at risk than many of you because many of you know how to make those sauces from scratch, and I encourage you to do so. Very, very much so. We don't want these bugs. Stop feeding us bugs. Don't bring bugs anywhere near it. Um, now, we were just talking about, uh, you know, the new gender transition uh, person. But, hey, is it possible to do a, wo a womb transplant into a man? Well, the province in our country um, is reporting that surgeons seem to think that this will happen very soon. So take a look at this. This is what is uh, actually going on. So they would like to have men now being able to get a womb placed. I don't know about messing with stuff like this. I'm a little concerned that there could be consequences to a man. Um, is that baby going to be born out of his, uh, you know, I don't think so, right? He's gonna have to have a <laughs> he's gonna have to have a little operation there, like it'll be a C section as they call it. Or maybe a male C section. It doesn't make you a woman just because you've had a womb from someone else put into your body. That's not the definition of woman. Every chromosome in his body tells us exactly who he is. Have we finished everything, JT? No. All right, we have discovered a Chinese police station, is that the one, in Richmond, um, not we, well, um, Kian Bexty, I believe, is reporting on this, and, <clears throat> you know, we did air some video of some Chinese people who are not happy because here's a suspected Chinese police station coming into British Columbia. Why do we want to have any kind of police station from China in Richmond, British Columbia. Well, that's an intimidation factor, isn't it? So they are wanting the good Chinese people that have rejected the communism and the tyranny of China and have moved here and made their life here, they are being intimidated. And we saw a woman that spoke and testified to this just a, a few weeks back. This is a real deal. Keep an eye out, if any of you know of these places. I, I think they all have to be exposed. We don't want Chinese police stations here. This is Canada, and we would like um, Canadian armed forces and RCMP and police officers to have a good control of what's happening, and um, hopefully they're standing up for us. I like the police. Who are you going to call when there's something going wrong? You call the police, don't you? 
<clears throat> and you want them to be not woke, but actually standing up for you. I was um, talking to the reporter that called me this morning regarding the police in Ottawa. Last year, at this time, I was in Ottawa, and for the first week and a half, the police were fantastic. High fives, hugs, um, smiles, hellos, a lot of people saying thank you for being here, keeping the peace, making sure that all of the people that had gathered in Ottawa were safe. But then you could see the day they got the talking to. I remember reporting on it as I was kind of walking around. I think they've had a talking to because they were no longer looking at us in the eye, none of the niceties of waving. They had clearly been told by the police chief, listen, stop consorting with these people. We're getting in trouble because the government's seeing it. You know, Trudeau's hearing that the police are being nice to these, to these people that are standing up for freedom and uh, people that they like to categorize and characterize as problematic. Uh, and we saw that happen. And then by the end, well, we couldn't really see the police much at all because the ugly suits came in and shot unarmed Canadian citizens. That's what you did, Prime Minister Trudeau. You came in and you shot unarmed, beautiful Canadian citizens. You ran over little old ladies and little old men with your, with your horses. Whose dumb idea was that? All grandstanding. You hurt people that were just there to stand up for my body, my choice. Do you remember that mantra, sir? That's all that they were doing. So have we hit everything, JT? All right. My name is Lauralyn Tyler-Thompson, and my website is lauralyn.tv. Thank you very much for checking it out. If you ever can't find me, you can go and see what I'm reporting on, lauralyn.tv. I can't tell you how many people, you know, we can't put any of this stuff on Facebook, but you get used to watching me on Facebook, and... And then once I'm off Facebook, you're, you know, I get banned for some insignificant presentation, stupid thing, and something they find from six months ago. And they're probably going to try to do that to me again. And so you get banned, and then people are like, well, where did you go? We didn't know. You know, I was right here all the time. LauraLynn.tv. It's not hard, everybody. LauraLynn.tv. Make sure you go there, and you can find out what's happening, where I'm um where I'm uh, doing the show. Also, um, thank you for your support and for making donations to this show. It takes a lot to gather all of this stuff and to uh, let you know what's happening so that you are aware, so that you're informing. You know, Dr. Yeadon is calling for all of us to put this information out because mainstream media is not doing it. You don't have to be too crazy. You just, you kinda, you can pick and choose. I really like the videos that are from the insurance, life insurance companies right now. I like those. We show those videos. We put them on our, on our um, flipboard. And that's an easy thing to kind of send to someone. You know, it's easy to send somebody, Dr. Drew. He's like a mainstream doctor. So send him the video today. He's talking to Dr. Naomi Wolf, apologizing for the fact that he did not come out with the harms that Pfizer had clearly listed. This is significant, and it's not, you know, the world is falling. It's, you know, it's just easy to share. Keep on sharing. It is hard. I'll tell you when it's hard is um, that maybe a loved one, a friend, um, somebody you're related to um, has taken the shots. It is hard to keep sending them the information that we're finding on the deaths because 
you know what I'm saying. You don't want to, well, you don't want to sow that information into their life to worry them or cause anxiety. And yet some of them are still thinking about going to get their booster shot. So I like sending information that shows that, you know, the effects seem to be cumulative. So the more shots you get, the more harm is happening. So send them stuff like that. Follow MacusMD uh, at Substack.com. Follow Dr. Paul Alexander on his Substack. Find these people. Every single day, they're putting out information. And yesterday, uh, Dr. Byron Bridal, I know I wrote down his Substack um, here. And you want to make sure that you're on their, uh, their list of where to go. Oh, I think he's called Viral Immunologist, and that is Dr. Byron Bridal. You don't want to miss what they're putting out. They're telling the truth. They're shaming the devil, and they're in a lot of uh, trouble for it. And that's the kind of doctors I want to be listening to because they're putting everything on the line to tell you the truth. You know who's putting nothing on the line? Dr. Teresa Tam, Dr. Bonnie Henry, Dr. Dr. Dina Henshaw that we have unfortunately inherited here in British Columbia. God help us all, right? The duo twin sisters of evil. That's what this is because the evidence is there of what, of what damage is being caused and they're still giving their safe and effective speeches. God help them. So thank you for supporting our work. And if you're thinking about getting your money out of the bank, um, I actually just had a call from our bank asking why our money is being held until February 28th when it was transferred from my dad's bank. It's just a small amount. Um, my dad had a, 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 you know, a deposit in a, a bank everyone would know. And we got a check from them and deposited into a bank everyone would know in Canada. And they're holding our funds. They've, they've held it well over a month and a half. But it was brought from a bank that's two weeks down, two blocks down the road. And you can't, it, it was in U.S. funds. And they said, well, it's U.S. funds and currency is being held. Why? Well, I've heard from someone online that says that they're in banking for 10 years. Um, banking for 10 years, and they have never heard of that. U.S. or not, it's good funds. We have, you know, maybe there's a few days hold. A month and a half, you're holding my funds. Well, my bank has called during the time we've been on air, and so we'll see what they have to say. If you'd like to get your money out of the bank and get it into something concrete like silver and gold, so if the almighty dollar collapses, do you know that Canada has a right to retain 30% of your funds? This is my understanding. We should get someone on about the specifics, but 30% of your money can be kept in the bank because, oh, we're on, we're on a national emergency. So we're, we're, just, we're just getting our money out. We keep just getting our money out and gold and silver. So we've invested in getting hard, you know, hard, the hardened, you know, you, you get the, the beautiful little coins in your, in your hand. And of course, we do recommend that you can then open up a safety deposit box or you can have a safe place to be storing it because you do need to make those decisions because you don't necessarily want to keep it just on hand. Uh, but but you have a place where you store it. And that is how it's safe. And, you 
know, there's storage facilities, all kinds of things you can do. But if the money goes down, your gold and silver have retained. They are not fluctuating. They're going to go up. So we recommend Steve Merrill at Sovereignize at ProtonMail.com. All right. <clears throat> so today is the 14th. I'm going to read to you. Sometimes I like to go through Proverbs and I read. Oh, this is a good one. Um, I like to read a proverb a day because it's 31 proverbs. And so you can do it. Except for in February, there's only 28 days. So that means you have to read three in one day. And uh, it's well worth it. But I don't always read a proverb anymore. I used to religiously read uh, a proverb a day, coinciding with the date. And now I just like to jump all over the Bible. And I like to listen for hours to Bible Gateway. I recommend that. BibleGateway.com. You can go to any book of the Bible and then uh, you can to any um, sort of like I like the New International Version. So I uh, put that into the thing and then, you know, if I want to listen to Haggai or I, I want to go to Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, I just put that in there. Um, I've been enjoying Zephaniah lately. It's just absolutely phenomenal and it reads to you in your in your mind all Right. So if you're having problems sleeping, it might be a sure way to get yourself to sleep. Just play Bible Gateway in your ear. <laughs> I like it. I get involved in the story sometimes. It doesn't help me to sleep. But anyways, I'm getting good sleeps. So don't worry. Proverbs 14. The wise woman builds her house. But with her, her own hands, the foolish one tears it down. It's pretty significant. I'll tell you, I'm pretty shocked at the number of stupid women. Stupid mothers advocating for this woke nonsense of being supportive of transitioning minors. Um, no school should be teaching that unscientific dogma. The, the schools are putting into the classrooms and into the libraries uh, books that have pictures that are absolutely not showable on this show. You can't even show the pictures because they're so vile and perverted and sick. A wise woman builds her house. How do you build your home? How do you build and facilitate wisdom into your children? I remember getting in so much trouble from my kids. They were very annoyed because we had the parental control on the television. <laughs> and we said it fairly low, like, you know, any content that 13 and up, you know, shouldn't be watching. Well, we couldn't get that without a code. We'd have to approve it. and. Oh, that was an annoyance. But guess what? My kids are starting to have their own children. And they're starting to have to make decisions about what they allow their kids to see. So, yeah, that's going to age very well, I think. But this says a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. I think a lot of people across North America, families, women, have literally not protected their homes. And it's disturbing, you know, acting like they're the coolest parent because they're all in with, you know, the woke agenda and, and everything that's happening. It says, whoever fears the Lord walks uprightly, but those who despise him are devious in their ways. Isn't that the truth? If you have the fear of God, you are careful. You know why you're careful? Because you know God's watching and that God punishes sin. And he punishes lies. He punishes deception. If you're doing things that, that you shouldn't be doing, if you're watching porn, 
if if you're engaging in you know harmful activities that that you know sort of help the lust of the flesh god's watching if you're tearing down your home and you're not being you're not being intentional about building up and teaching your children the ways of god then you do not have the fear of the lord and god asks us to have that fear it's so important i've loved being here with you thank you for being here with me god bless you know it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing but for some of us we feel that we have no choice because if we are silent about these abominable things then we are letting evil go unchecked and we cannot do that for those of you wonderful people who are writing me and are sharing your encouragement i am deeply grateful thank you for all the letters that you've been sending thank you for the donations and the support I found out that in order to speak the truth, you have to become very, very strong. If you would go to my website at www.lauralyn.tv, you'll find all of the ways that you can contact me. Remember, my friends, all is well. All is well. Thanks for joining me.